<laughs> okay, I'm going to do this really uh, succinctly as I can. We're going to look at Romans chapter 8 for a few moments together, and then I want to pray for people in this room this morning. I want to talk this morning about living a life of hope in the Spirit. You see, faith is, is believing God by faith. Faith is trusting him in the midst of doubts, in the midst of questions, in the midst of not really feeling anything. Faith is trusting him and walking with him. But there's a, a, another level by which God wants us to live with him at, at times, and that's the level of hope. And that means it's that he's going to move, he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And in Romans 8, Paul talks a lot about hope. So let's just read some verses together, and, uh, and then we'll see where God wants to take it. So Romans chapter 8, and uh, we'll start at verse 18. Romans chapter 8, verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed in us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and obtain the freedom of the glory of children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. So let's pray. Lord, we love you. Help us to concentrate on you, to focus our eyes on you. Holy Spirit, come. Come and speak to us this morning through your word, I pray. And I pray these things for your name's sake and your name renown. Amen. So I just want us to think for a few moments about living a life of hope in the Spirit. And one of the most glorious and amazing truths of being a Christian is this reality that we can live at this, this level in the Holy Spirit of hope. And this word hope is used 35 times in the New Testament and it means an absolute feeling of certainty based upon an objective truth. Artie Kendall puts it this way, hope is a certain and confident expectation regarding the future, realizing the you, uh, that you will not be disappointed or put to shame, that God will show up and victory is at hand. Faith is believing God, hope is expecting God. And my prayer this morning is that I just want to spend a few minutes looking at this. Is the Holy Spirit will all across this room 
pour out hope into our hearts. And so we're going to just look at this together this morning. You guys up for that? Good. There's three of you, but we'll keep going. (laughs) So we're going to look at this idea of how do we receive this hope, this confidence. There's two ways we see in the book of Romans. In chapter 5, we see what we could call the pathway of hope. And this pathway of hope is simply clinging to Jesus in the brokenness of life. And Paul writes there, more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And so there's this pathway of clinging to Jesus, trusting Jesus, enduring with Jesus, not giving up on Jesus when the suffering comes, when the brokenness is there, when the pain is there, when the feelings go, when you want to quit, but you keep going. The Holy Spirit loves that. And he uses that. And there's this pathway over time where suddenly we find we're not operating at a level of faith. There's suddenly a deep confident expectation in him. And in my experience, that's the most common way that I've found with people that they've shared, they've reached this level of hope. But there's a second way we see in Romans 15, verse 13, where Paul prays the Holy Spirit would pour out an abundance of hope upon these Romans. And so there's a second way the Holy Spirit raises our faith levels, this level of hope. And it's through prayer and it's through a spontaneous instant moment where the Holy Spirit pours out hope into our hearts. Suddenly we're like, God's going to do this. <laughs> I know he's going to do this. And it's not by faith that he could do this or able to do this. But I know for a fact right here, right now, God is going to do this. And that's the level of hope. And Paul brings three things in these verses about hope that I just want us to see. The first is the security of hope. And he says that in verse 18. He says in the midst of this suffering, he knows the hope. He writes, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. So here's Paul in this life of brokenness. This man who spent years in prison, who suffered horrendously for Jesus, he knew the security of hope. He was at that point where he said in the midst of it, he knew, he knew the day would come where he would see Jesus face to face. So he knew the security of hope. Then we see the seeds of hope. He produces in us the Holy Spirit a longing for more and more. There's a security, but there's a sense of there's more in God than this. And that's what Paul uses in these verses, uh, verses uh, 19 to 23, where he uses this metaphor, this agriculture metaphor, like the Holy Spirit being like a seed in the ground. Elsewhere, I think in Ephesians 1, he talks about the Holy Spirit being a deposit, where the Holy Spirit is like a guarantee. It's the first payment, as it were, of the glory that's awaiting us in heaven and the glory that's awaiting us in Jesus. And in these verses, Paul is saying, the seed of hope is given to you through the Holy Spirit. It's like the seeds, it's like the first fruits, and the harvest is coming. And because we're in this moment, creation and us groan for Jesus to return. It's not the groan of the burden of sin, but it's the groaning of a longing for more of God. A groaning, a longing for God to come and turn up. And then the harvest of hope. And I just want to just finish with this and we're going to pray. But four things this hope is. It's going to be the shortest sermon in history of this church. Because I just want to pray before we finish. 
The fourth thing is supernatural patience is the first thing. We see that in verse 25. It says, if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And the word patience means steadfastness, constancy, and endurance. One of the fruits of this hope is a supernatural ability to keep going when you want to quit. Secondly is supernatural passion. Verse 23, Paul says, we eagerly await. There's this eagerness, there's a passion for Jesus. When I ask how passionate are you for Jesus, it's a work of the Holy Spirit as he fans into flame in our hearts. Third thing is a supernatural perspective. He writes in verse 28, we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called to his according purpose. Now we know that verse. And there's truth in that verse. But the power of that verse is in the knowing. And not just in the enabling of what God can do. And so Paul in this moment. His whole perspective on life shifts. Into one of hope. Because he knows that no matter what brokenness is there. No matter what is happening. God can bring green shoots of grace in the midst of it. And so there's a shift of perspective. And then finally, there's peace. That in the midst of the brokenness and the pain, there's the peace of God. And he says in Romans 15, verse 13, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. And so there's this level of hope that God wants us to live at in him. And it's a work of the Holy Spirit that brings patience and endurance and ability to keep going when we want to quit. Brings a passion, a heart sold out for Jesus. A perspective that, that God is in on this. That no matter what's happening in the natural, God's hand is sovereign over this. And then a peace. And I want to pray now, really quickly, if we can. If it's, uh, yeah. I'd love to pray for people this morning. Let's stand and let's just see where God's going to take this together. God come. God come. God come. Holy Spirit, we welcome you here this morning. We don't just want to hear this stuff. We want to meet with you and know you. So God, come. Rasiki darabakusunte. Kolo bababasante. Try and focus on Him. Don't get distracted. Focus on Jesus. We welcome you here, Jesus. We're here for you, Jesus. We ask Holy Spirit, you'd come among us, pour out the hope. Rasiki darabasolo bashala bakanda. Holy Spirit, we pray you'd raise up levels of from faith to hope this morning, God. And Lord, I pray for people in this room who need this patience, who just in a moment of their life where they just need the power of God to come and enable them to keep going. I want to pray for people in this room who, if they're honest, they've just lost the passion in you. And they need that supernatural eagerness, that supernatural passion again. 
pray for people in this room who need their perspective shifting to a supernatural one, knowing that you are in charge, you are in control. And finally, a supernatural peace. Come, Holy Spirit. And so as we're standing, if that's you, just put your hands out and let's pray together. Let's ask the Lord to draw near and do his stuff. And so as we're standing, God, come all across this room, hands outstretched, longing for a touch of the King. And you see situations, Lord. You see moments in lives that need you. And so, God, in these moments, we just say, come and have your way, God. In the name of Jesus, let hope arise. Let hope arise. Let hope arise, God. I just pray any apathy, any laziness, any sense of being in a spiritual rut, which we all could get in at times. Can't be broken in the name of Jesus. Just pray for a passion to rise in your heart and soul. I pray for an awakening in your heart and soul to see Jesus again. So come, Lord God. Just pray for more of you, God. Let's worship the Lord together. Let's just sing a song. I don't know if you've got one planned, but let's just let's just abandon ourselves into his presence this morning. Let's throw ourselves at his feet. Just say, Jesus, you, Jesus, you, Jesus, you. You don't need a sermon at the moment. You just need Jesus to move in this place. So let's worship the Lord. Let's go for it.